Whoa now, Rise of Ground and Go Get It, I'm your host, Mike Man, and I'm back, finally, with another episode of the hottest thing smoking, Rapper Weed TV, the podcast, going up on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Anchor, where we stream and listen to music and or podcasts, you know how he does it, flame him. If you got them because the back was burning, go ahead, flame them if you got them. We got to talk about the one of the greatest halftime performances that we've seen in our lifetime, and or those who are associated with hip hop and the huge hip-hop community you will understand those who are not fans of it but your kids are you wouldn't understand but you know case in point we had Mary J. Blige the lovely Mary J. Blige you had Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg Eminem and the greatest of this era Kendrick Lamar and a surprise appearance from no other than Big Fitty 50 Cent who was a surprise addition now I had no inklings that 50 Cent was going to show up at the Super Bowl performance but seeing how this shit was executed orchestrated and put together by none other than Dr. Dre. Hey, you can see why he was included because, you know, Dre's been influential in all three. Well, matter of fact, everybody on that stage, Dre has affected their lives in some way and they have history, so. Uh, watching the game, watching the halftime show, my wife made a comment, she thought that Mary J. Blige was signed to Dr. Dre, now, I don't think she was signed, she came in under Puff, Puff Daddy, Sean Puffy Cole, you know, she got to start as a backup dancer, they found out she had chops as far as singing, and here we are decades later with her still on top of her crap like Mary J. Blige oh my god me personally I remember my first apartment me and my cousin Kenya we got and this was my first time well I've always lived with my cousin but this is our first time being our own I can recall countless days of cooking, cleaning the house on the weekends. You know, we chill, parlay or whatever. Invite people over, chill, have a big old soiree. But Mary J. Blige was prevalent throughout those years in those apartments we stayed in. And, you know, Coming up in the 90s, man, 
that's when music was meaningful, you know, people really actually listened to the bars, the words being said, the way shit was pieced together. That's why that era, one of the greatest eras in music ever. Henceforth, you got some of the biggest from the 90s and from the 2000s in there. Which shows Dre's inspiration to the game. Now, a lot of people don't... A lot of people felt a certain way about Eminem being tied into business inklings with Dr. Dre. Now, keep in mind, just call it what it is, the spade. And by no means are we meaning for it to be racial. But, you know, racial connotations coming to us. You know, somebody from the other side is going to feel, well, he's ours. He should be representing ours and over here for hours with hours, you know. Which brings up the whole kneeling situation. Now, the only reason this shit didn't sit right as far as the Super Bowl halftime show is because, for one, it's rap music. It's hip-hop. You got Snoop up here in this bandana outfit, crib walking, blazing between the sets. Now, <laughs> hey, one thing we could not discount is that marijuana is legal in California. It's like a regular cigarette. There are no restrictions, no limitations. You can blaze at will. Now, Seeing that you would have a Super Bowl in a marijuana, keep in mind, see see where I'm going now, in a marijuana, recreational, or medical legal state. True enough, it's going to bring in people. And this is what fucks me up now. You see all the people who clamor or say shit or speak down on it. And those people obviously are of another race, another creed, another color. But when you take your ass to dispensaries, who do you see amongst the coloreds? in here purchasing their legal cannabis products. Yeah. From people looking like regular bank tellers to librarians, nurses, school teachers, they look the part, right? Look like they could be leaders of a Fortune 500 company, right? God forbid he owns a cannabis company. But you're in California. Where weed is prevalent. It's a part of the state's commerce. It's a part of their budget. It's a part of 
them bringing in dollars. Like people, just think about it. They clamor and say they don't want to legalize marijuana of the states. But those states that aren't legal, where do you think these people are going? What places do you think they're visiting when they're out of town or in another state that's legal? Yeah, they're going to stop in, they're going to check, they're going to experiment. So, what, what's, what's the fuss? Because if it's cool for a temp- typical Kansas school teacher to take her ass to Las Vegas, what happens if Vegas is supposed to stay in Vegas? Okay, hence where we're going with this, right? She's a school teacher. She's not supposed to be in bad and drugs. But you go to a place where it's legal. You can just walk into the store like you're buying a Red Bull or water. And pick up a 3.5 or a joint. Or whatever. Or a box of edibles. And she imbibes while in Vegas. But knowing she has to go back to Kansas in a couple of days. But, you know, you had the opportunity and luxury and experience of indulging in some cannabis products in a legal area, but you return home. Now, what does all of this have to do? Well, I mean, the fact that, you know, this is Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it, you know. But just the whole aspect of the Super Bowl being hip-hop oriented. Like nothing but hip-hop acts, basically. Even though Mary J. Blige was on there. This is nothing but hip-hop acts. So they going in with their rap, you know, giving that imagery... The sound is enough to make some people's skin crawl. Those, i.e., who don't like rap music or hip-hop. But it plays a part in everything. Sales shit does this, influences folks. So what's the big idea? Like to get pissed and snoop for inner between sets blazing? Oh, he has to get in this element to put, put on a great Super Bowl show, right? But, I don't know. Some people would, you know, a lot of people would frown on that shit as they are. But hey, the NFL knew California has recreational marijuana. And they chose to host the Super Bowl in the heart and the mecca of legal marijuana what you thought was going to happen but one of the aspects of this really pissing off a lot of people this is just because uh, the kneeling and Dr. Dre having some references the police brutality or injustice you know basically the negative shit that are in the bars from Dre and Snoop 
even though Snoop comes out with a new new track aimed at police called Entitled Police. So, and given the social climate, you can see where it's going. So, yeah, the police boycotting. Like, bro. I can recall when they were first starting to boycott from the Black Lives Matter shit. And it kind of blew over. Kind of got swept under the rug. Because if that was the case, you would have announced that pre-Super Bowl, pre-before Snoop and Dre and the halftime lineup was announced. So, you know, we'll see. But this is Rapper Weed TV, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike, man, and BMG all day, man. We talking about it. Chop it up. Stay tuned. We'll be back. Yeah. Well, now I'm rising ground to go get it. I'm Mike, man, the host of the Hot Stank Smoke and Rapper Weed TV, the podcast and Rapper Weed TV. You need photos, videography of your next event, performance, contact the Highlights Photography at 214-749-8794. We won't beat up your budget, but if you don't have a budget, we're willing to work with you. So contact D Highlights Photography at 214-749-8794. You won't be disappointed. Chill. And we're back, Rap Away TV, the podcast. I am your host, Mike, man, representing BMG all day. Uh, just with a lot of shit I got going on. It's the only reason for the lack of content being created on the regular. I am really on the NFT craze and on my NFT shtick. Basically, I have just basically two collections that I'm basically working on. Camo Dale and Seed the Prophet. A few collections of digital artworks that will be featured and offered for your metaverse. You know, art decor, murals, paintings. Or just backgrounds. Colorful illustrations that were created by none other than myself. Going up as NFTs. The most abstract of the collection, See the Prophet, is basically my my impressionism of abstract creations that if you really kind of look at them, you will see the profit, so to speak. And, you know, those NFTs are available on blockchain near you. We run the Ethereum and Poly- Polygon, so 
get in while you can, man. Bids start at .1235 Ethereum. So if you're into that, you know, look them up. Camo Dale and see the profit NFTs presented by me and BMG NFTs. But talking about the Super Bowl, which was held in a crypto a crypto forum with SoFi being a financial institution basically that's garnering millions and billions of dollars for especially the owner who recently was able to host the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl in their stadium now is that going to be a current trend and thing like next year whatever city hosts the Super Bowl are we now looking for that team to win the Super Bowl You know it's going to be a given. It's going to come back to Dallas. Because of Jerry World's billion dollar stadium. But we know the end result to that question. So we won't even go there. <laughs> Just had to throw a quick rib shot at you. Because, you know, truth be told, that was supposed to be y'all. Like you've been claiming. You know, I had to throw that in there. Man. But talking about the Super Bowl halftime. With it being hip hop inspired and oriented, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, and the lovely Miss Mary J. Blige. Those are rather some big acts, iconic acts in the hip hop culture. You would see how feathers would get ruffled because you know everybody doesn't like hip hop now what kills me is behind closed doors you can tick tock and all this but you don't like rap most of this shit is influenced by rap a lot of shit now is influenced by how it's perceived in the hip hop community hence billions and billions of dollars being spent to procure billions and billions and trillions of more dollars from the consumer so hip-hop being an integral part of marriage american culture whether you want to admit it or not it's solidified its spot now it's amazing how one can go from Mm, just say the low level criminal i.e. drug dealer gangbanger whatever and catapult and advance and metamorph into a business tycoon that's one of the premises America seems like it's giving you a you know it's like it's giving you a blueprint hence Jay-Z being the executor of halftime entertainment for the Super Bowls going forward as a way of the NFL allowing diversity into the game, right? 
like keep in mind, 70% of the players are black. Quite sure in every locker room, hip hop is prevalent and relevant. We got Sean Payton of my beloved New Orleans Saints doing the Sean Payton dance after numerous victories. So you got coaches in here who normally probably not on their leisure time listening to hip hop. Some do, like Sean Payton. Don't get me wrong. I believe wholeheartedly in my heart. As cool as Sean Payton seems on TV and in the media, like from wearing the Jordans, I mean the drip in the Jordan game. So I believe wholeheartedly he listens to Kendrick Lamar, probably some Dre, Eminem, that's a given. But, you know, just the whole fact that Eminem knelt. Uh, uh, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, watching the Super Bowl, even though Colin Kaepernick is very well supported, I did not look for an instance where he would be represented, and he was represented. After all, he is the founder and creator of that very gesture. Doing the football game. So, I mean, America, I mean, as hypocritical as you are sometimes in saying shit and expressing your thoughts on shit, but you inadvertently, inadvertently show your hand plenty of times now. You say to yourself, what message would this send to the masses going forward? Could it be just like I just stated? That a low-level low criminal or a drug dealer could rise to such prominence to where he's one of the wealthiest people in the world through legal ventures and business like Jay-Z, Dr. Dre rising to prominence like they are. Dre funded the entire halftime show. Seven million dollar budget out of his pocket. Given that he's going through the divorce where he has to shell out so much money to his ex and still able to put on a show of epic proportions funded out of his own pocket. Now, I don't think going forward nobody else is going to be doing this shit. Like, I could see somebody like Taylor Swift doing this shit. You know, one of these other country acts doing this shit, but they're going to want to get paid too. That's the difference. Either way you slice it, spade being spade, it's still the fact that some legalities or perks of the performance weren't laid out because, for one, him funding the whole entire thing 
the way they wanted to do it, the way they wanted shit to go down. The NFL probably was not willing or the powers that be was not willing to see that happen unless, you know, other funds were allocated elsewhere to assist. Now, do you think NBC, YouTube TV, or whoever would put up $7 million for Dreadnum to put on that show? Probably not. They probably would have put up like two or three. But you got to pay the setup crew, the performers, everybody that's in the background. Like all of that has to be paid for. NFL didn't want to assist with that. They probably offered a million. So you have a budget of four probably. The network knows it's going to be a big time deal because although we have 70% of the league black players, you know a lot of the white folks chime in too but and watch. But damn near all black Americans that love sports, namely football, are going to be tuning in. So and even the ones that aren't black, so. It was gonna be prosperous. It was gonna be well watched. The reception of it, man, that's another story. We'll deal with that shit afterwards. I.e. Dr. Dre and Snoop being boycotted by the police department. Yeah. It's probably just LAPD that probably didn't show up or surrounding areas. But there are security firms who have individuals who work for their dollars and they want to get paid too, so, you know. That's another amazing concept of shit. You can draw in Travis Scott, like the performance the show, the spectacle that goes into putting on the Super Bowl. That long, all these stars, all these famous people, you had to do run on the field like a streaker. But he didn't, you know, we wasn't butt naked or nothing shit like that. We wasn't looking for it, but they wasn't going to show it. They're not going to give you that 15 minutes of fame. But nobody rushes the crowd, nobody storms the field after the win. And they just have events there. It's cause they surrounding up there. Now if people at a hip hop concert and this shit goes down, that's hey, that's them. Keep in mind some of them on drugs. Some of them are amped up, some are on alcohol, so hey, it's the environment. Yeah. They probably on drugs and alcoholed up, liquored up in the Super Bowl too, but it's the confines of it. And mostly those in attendance. Don't get me wrong, both sides clown. Like the ass, as you see after the LA celebrations. Take it to the streets. I don't think it was as bad as it could have been. Like previous years, i.e. doing the Rodney King shit or the riots. It could have got to that level. But, you know, Corona and shit. <laughs> and shit is well policed now, so. But it, it's fucked up that, you know, 
we think that we got somewhere advancing and all this, but it's just fucked up that they had to, Dr. Dre had to pay for it. But to get out there and get that exposure, I mean, I guess there's something too, but the fact that he had to pay, meaning there were some stipulations that in guidelines they probably didn't want to agree with this shit, i.e. like Snoop, you know, representing his colors or smoking. And then, you know, them bringing in 50 Cent, who was not announced as a performer. I didn't know it was going to be a special guest. But, hey, true Ray fashion. He pulled it off, made that shit a success, and it's being talked about now. It's going to be talked about for years. But for a lot of reasons that aren't, you know, befitting of a Super Bowl. Like Eminem Nilla. Now, I honestly believe had Dre Nim did that shit, all of a sudden, this shit probably would have ended quick. And then that would have been a controversy. But because it's Eminem, who you didn't expect the shit. Like, I did not see that coming. You can't say you saw that coming, bro. But for him to do that shit, pull it off, and the show keep going. Yeah. That shows, you know, another blueprint of American, you know, statue. Like, bruh, there's certain shit you can do, but you gotta be of a certain class on a certain bracket in the Texas. Where you're bringing in millions and billions, and you can get away with a lot of shit. So, hey, I mean, I mean, I liked it. It, it, was, it was dope. Like I said, I wish Kendrick Lamar's part would have been longer, man. Set that on bro, run that clock the podcast. Check that out on Spotify, man. But this is Rapper Way TV the podcast with your host Mike Man representing BMG all day every day. Y'all stay tuned for another episode, man. Yeah. <laughs> and Eli Apple. True colors. Gotcha bitch. <laughs> Y'all stay sanitized, stay safe, stay breezy, stay the fuck out the way, and stay tuned for another episode of the hottest thing smoking rapper weed TV, the podcast. Coming to you on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you stream and listen to music and or podcasts. I'm trying to be the new podcast king. Help me out. Fuck with your boy, Mike Man, and BMT all day. Y'all be breezy, man. Reality.